0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: While turkey hunting early in the morning is the most exciting time, you can still take a gobbler right up until the bell sounds. On this episode, I'm going to talk about the how and why to keep turkey hunting right until the end. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunters Guide, the podcast and YouTube channel helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanitas, and today we are talking about turkey hunting and what do you do after you get past that good, exciting, loud, engaging part of the morning? Do you stay there and hunt? Should you stay right up until the end? And if you do, How does that affect your tactics? Can you really still take turkeys after they stop gobbling? Well, guys, the answer to all those questions is yes and yes. All right, I've talked about it in in a little bit in the past, but I wanna go into more depth here today, and that is the never give up mentality. You know, Matt Dale talks about the difference between a turkey hunter and a turkey killer. Turkey hunters, they go into the woods looking for turkeys, turkey killers, they walk out of the woods with turkeys. Two different groups of people. And, you know, a lot of that just comes down to your mentality. It comes down to what is in your head. How do you think? How do you look at things? It's not so much about skill and experience, though of course those play a part. It's about you. You know, if you get there and it's 8.30 in the morning or 9 o'clock and they stop gobbling and you're like, okay, well, you know, time to go to Hardee's or time to go to wherever. Let's get some pancakes. Let's get breakfast. Let's call it a day. Then you are going to walk out of the woods with fewer turkeys than if you stay right up until the end. That is just the plain fact. And the thing is, the more you do that and the more you duck out early and the more you you leave at 8.30 and 9 9.00 o'clock and 9.30, the less experience and the less able you will be to take turkeys later in the morning. And that's just just because you're not out there, right? If you're never out there in that part of the day, you never work on those tactics. You never get better at the second half of the morning hunt and so you're going to be less effective at it but you're not out there to begin with so you can't take a bird you know that's just how it goes now don't get me wrong if you like to go out and hunt for two or three hours and then go to breakfast and to you that's the most fun way to hunt turkeys i'm not against that i i don't i don't put a value judgment against that i don't say oh well you know, you're not a you're not a good enough turkey hunter. You're not a real turkey hunter cuz you only hunt for a few hours and go to breakfast. No, nope, no, nope, don't get me wrong here. I'm not saying that's the wrong way to do it. What I'm saying is if your goal is to kill turkeys, ending early is not going to get you closer to that goal. All right? If your goal is to kill a turkey, the number one thing you can do is stay in the woods and hunt those turkeys but if you want to go and you know go out to breakfast i'm not going to say that you shouldn't i'm just saying that your chances of taking a turkey as soon as you walk out of the woods instantly drop to zero and you know everybody has had times where you know they're just tired they're wore out they don't feel good or they got to go to work whatever the case may be and you're just not going to hunt, you know, the whole morning or the whole day. I get that. I got to go to work too. You know, my quitting time is not the legal the end of legal shooting hours. <laughs> Cuz usually I'll take a half day to go turkey hunting and I can hunt until 11 and then I got to leave the woods, get home, get showered, get changed, eat something and get to work. And try to be at work by one. And so that's that's usually the, the latest that I can stay except on a Saturday. But the point is, you know, you, the longer you're out there, the better your chances are. And people talk about, well, you know, they've stopped goblins so the hunt's over. No. no. I know a lot of turkey hunters, they have killed more birds mid-morning or late-morning than they have during the gobbling period. Uh, especially on land where there's more pressure and and the birds are more wary when they fly down and then the hunters leave the woods at nine o'clock and then it's all you. So, you know, there's different scenarios. There's, there's all sorts of different things to go into this. But the bottom line is, if you stay in the woods your chances only increase of you being able to take a turkey you know and, and here's the thing you need to determine how much you want to hunt what your drive is what your goals are because where people get into trouble is when they mix with other hunters that have different goals different objectives and different levels of commitment so for example say you want to take a turkey and you want to you're willing to go all in you're willing to walk as far as you can walk you're willing to push you're willing to to hunt all day you're willing to do anything and everything to get a turkey but you hunt with guys that always call it quits at 9 a.m. and then they're out of the woods they're heading to breakfast or they're going home or whatever the case is well you are going to be frustrated And you are going to be held back if you're hunting with those guys. Because as as soon as the goblin stops, they're ready to leave and you want to kill a turkey. So if you go with those guys, that's just going to take away your chances of getting a bird and learning how to hunt that later part of the morning. So you just, you got to decide what do you want to do? How are you going to approach it? what is your personal approach now again if you're one of the guys you're like hey i'm one of the ones that wants to leave at nine the goblin stops that's good enough for me i'm ready to go but you're hunting with guys and they want to go until the last possible minute then they're going to wear you out they're gonna they're gonna pull you along they're gonna frustrate you you're gonna be ready to go you're hungry you wanna you got other things you want to do and it's just not a good match So you need to make sure that you're mixing with people that have a similar level of commitment to you. But here's the way to get around that. In my experience, turkey hunting is a solo sport. It really is. Uh, Most of the time, turkey hunting, in my experience, has been a solo sport. Why? Because your chances are always better alone you got half the movement half the noise half the mistakes and you know there's a lot of decisions that need to be made turkey hunting a lot of decisions what are you gonna do how are you gonna call how much how often when are you gonna move where are you gonna turn and look that way or not you know when are you gonna do this and that and it's easy to make mistakes and if you got two people there and you are not telepathically linked and you are not always going to be on the same page, so your number of mistakes isn't just going to be double with two people. It's going to be more than that because you're both thinking differently and you're both going to do things differently. So it's a lot harder to hunt turkeys with multiple people together, you know, walking, sitting shoulder to shoulder and so on. Of course it can be done but it's harder so turkey hunting is most often a solo sport you know duck hunting on the other hand your chances get better with more people because you can do more you can set up more you can build more you got more hands to do different things when you're in the blind you've got cover you know there's it's no it's nothing like the turkey scenario so you got to mix with the right people And then you gotta decide, what do I wanna do? Now, the reason most people call it quits when the gobbling stops is because in their mind, well, now there's no way to hunt them anymore. Well, turkeys don't just breed until nine in the morning. A gobbler that wants to breed is looking for hens to breed all day long. And then a gobbler that doesn't really wanna breed can very often be talked into it by a seductive hen all right so you know even if he even if he's sort of past that point you know he, he's not as interested anymore it doesn't take a whole lot you know to, to to stir him up and and get him interested so you know you can take a turkey all day long but we're not even talking about all day long in most places we're talking about like until noon. In some places you can hunt until one. In a few states or a few areas you can hunt till the end of the day, but for the most part you're you right around a noon or one o'clock cut off is the average. So you're usually talking about hunting till about noon or so. Now once they stop gobbling, they're still in the woods, they're still out there, they're still looking for hens.
0: Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish.
1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. So there's a cycle that happens every morning, okay? The birds fly down, they get the first hens they can get with, they breed those hens, those hens go to their nests, and then that turkey is looking for other hens. Alright? He's looking for other birds. Now, depending on how many hens there are, where they like to go, where you are, there's many variables. That all can take an hour, that can take three hours, Uh, but eventually that turkey's gonna finish breeding those hens, they're gonna leave him to go nest, and now he's alone. So he's looking for hens. Now, sometimes they will keep gobbling, or they'll start gobbling again, especially early in the season when they still have a lot of fight and fire left in them, you know, they won't stop. I mean, they may, the gobbling may die down or stop, and then they may start again once they've, you know, once once they've left their, or once the hens have left them. I've heard turkeys gobbling at, you know, 11 o'clock like crazy. I've seen groups of three toms walking through the woods at 11 o'clock, just gobbling their heads off. And you're like, oh my goodness, they're just, looking for anything in any any hen turkey they can find and that can happen often they're quiet but that doesn't mean they're not there and they're not looking and it doesn't mean they won't start gobbling if you can uh, excite them a little bit but the fallacy here is the gobble all right all turkey hunters they want the gobble it's exciting to hear turkeys gobble it's an amazing sound. It's an adrenaline junkie sound. It's, it's one of the funnest parts about turkey hunting. But they absolutely do not have to gobble for you to kill them. All right, They do not have to gobble. If you are relying on turkeys gobbling, you're going to leave turkeys in the woods that you could have carried out of the woods. The number one thing you need is not the gobble. It's to know that turkeys are in that area. All right, if you know turkeys are around, they do not need to gobble for you to kill them. So often what happens is this, Uh, say you're you're in a spot where you've got small acreage, or you just have a small area that's ideal to hunt in, or it's a real small piece of private land, or it's your backyard, or whatever the case is, you know, you've got one spot, which is the case for so many hunters. So you go out there, you hear turkeys gobbling, you can't get any to come in, they quit gobbling. What do you do? Well, you sit there. You sit there and you keep calling, but you call a lot less. All right, once that once the vocal part of the morning passes, your vocality needs to dial back, also. Not to zero, but it needs to dial back. So you're looking at calling. Maybe every 30 minutes, every 45 minutes, something like that, you know, more often is not worse, but, you know, you calling occasionally and then listening, but more importantly, waiting for turkeys to come in. So the chances are that those birds early in the morning heard you calling where you were, but they were enticed. They were Lord or the hens just came to them or they went with a group of hens, whatever the case may be, because most often in nature what happens is the hens go to the gobbler. He flies down, he gobbles, they come to him, he doesn't need to go to them. So he went off with those hens. Well, once he's bred them and they've left, he may very well and quite often come back and go looking for that other noise that he heard, that... uh, didn't come to him and didn't go off with him. So he remembers hearing another hen over there and you're that hen. So he may very well come back looking for that noise. And he may very well not gobble. He may not make a sound. So you're sitting there and very well that gobbler may just come in unannounced, make no noise at all, and just walk right into you. That can happen at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 11.58 o'clock. That is always a possibility. Now, when you call occasionally, you're doing two things. One, you're letting that turkey know, once he starts getting closer, if he comes back into that area, that you're still around. Number two, you are letting other gobblers know who are passing by. All right, so there are various kinds of gobblers out there. There are some gobblers, they are like circuit runners. They will will run a certain number of miles circuit on a regular basis. Some are just random, or so it seems. They'll just wander throughout the day, go wherever, often go back to the same area to roost, though not always. Some have a very defined pattern. Every day they're gonna be in this area at this time and it's hard to learn what these patterns are and what these gobblers are, especially on private land and small pieces of land where you're not able to watch and scout and, and get intel for you know thousands of acres. Because once they walk past the border of your property, you can't follow them or scout them or do anything. But there's always the chance That other gobblers are going to pass through the area, and when they hear you call, you may, boom, just grab them. They may just gobble right back and, and come in. They may wander in slowly to check it out, but if you're calling constantly, that's very unnatural, especially past the vocal part of the day, and that can absolutely cue them in to, hey, something's not right here. But, you know, you're out there every half hour or so. You're letting out just a couple of calls, not loud, crazy, wild calling, just a few yelps and a couple clucks and some purrs. And then you let any birds that are passing through the area know you're there. And that's always a chance. Um, But the the bird that you're most likely to take are the ones that heard you there early in the morning. Right? They heard you there, and now they're going to come back. So your odds for getting those birds, even though it's quiet, even though they may not gobble a single time, you have a reasonable chance of success. As long as you didn't spook them out, as long as they don't run into another group of hens when they're coming back, you just never know what's going to happen, what could hang up a bird. Uh, Best thing you could do is pattern these birds, scout them, learn where they go and what they do. So you know they fly down here and they go off with the hens here and then later in the day they come and they hang out in this area and so you can move you can know all right I'm going to start the morning here if I don't grab one's attention and get him to come into me I know after he goes to the hens he's going to be in this area and then you get up and you get there before him right although often that's just not the case. You just don't have that much intel or the is not big enough for you to, to, to do things like that. So you just got to hunt what you can hunt. The other big one is people that are running and gunning. Well, running and gunning absolutely gets more difficult after the vocal time stops. However, very often, if you can get a bird to respond to you, you can kill that bird later in the morning or later in the day. You know, once they've quieted down and you're walking and you know maybe you go 200 yards and you stop and you you do some locating calls trying to strike up a bird. You can go all day and have no luck. All right? You can go days at a time with that strategy and have no luck. But if you strike up a bird and he responds, the chances are really good of you being able to get that bird. Now, that kind of hunting is difficult later in the day because the birds are less vocal. So what often happens is you go and you're going every 200 yards and you stop and you call and you listen for two minutes and you don't hear anything and you keep moving. Well 20 minutes later a turkey that heard you call wanders into that area slowly and stealthily and having never gobbled and had you been there you could have shot him but you don't know he's there you you wouldn't know where to stay where to spend time so running and gunning is absolutely an effective strategy works best earlier in the morning mid morning even till still with some success and can Work right up until the end. But the downside with running and gunning is you don't know where to stop and put down roots because you just don't know what birds are in the area. Because you've been covering ground all morning, you don't know where they were at first light, you don't know where they were gobbling. So it's hard to say at 11 o'clock, well, I'm just going to sit here and wait it out. Well, you don't know if there's any turkeys in that area at all. So you actually have somewhat of an advantage if early on you had a lot of turkeys there and they heard you and you're just going to sit there and wait it out because you know there are birds in the area but here's the thing that happens post nine o'clock hunting that i think is one of the biggest challenges and that is the increased need for stealth so here's what happens when a bird's gobbling and they're coming in For whatever reason, doesn't matter how sore your rear end is, the adrenaline can help you sit there, be cool, don't move, ride it out, wait for that turkey to come in. But after you haven't heard a turkey make a sound in three hours, it is really hard to just sit there and wait it out. It can be really difficult because there's nothing to focus you. There's nothing to get you to say, all right, now be still, be quiet. Because if these birds, they just walk in unannounced, stealthily. They don't make a sound. And they can just ghost in like the fog sometimes. Turkeys are amazing creatures. <clears throat> they can walk, One turkey can walk through the woods and sound like an entire group of infantry marching. And that same turkey another time can just hover and almost seem to levitate through the woods like a fog. And just... They just like at will they can just become instantly stealth stealth so they're amazing birds but if you don't know that bird's coming in you don't know to be still you don't know to be quiet so when you get past the when once you get into the quiet time of the morning stealth becomes more important for those gobblers there's a chance you may hear them coming there is a chance they may gobble There's a chance you may hear their footsteps and get you alert, but if you're not paying attention, if you're just sitting there staring at your phone, uh, you know, they could walk right in front of you at 30 yards and walk from left to right straight across your spread. You never knew they were there. You know, this is not like deer hunting. You can be in a tree stand and deer weigh, you know, 100, 200 pounds And if they walk that close to you, you're almost always going to hear it. Turkeys, not so. Now, deer can be stealthy too. They really can. But turkeys can move like the wind if they choose. And sometimes it makes no sense why they're stealthy this time and this time they weren't. But they can be that quiet. So you have to be on guard. You have to be focused. And stealth for you becomes much more important as the morning goes on. But the biggest thing here, guys, is your mentality. The the hunt does not end when the gobbling stops. And if you're willing to stick it out, if you're willing to focus, if you're willing to put it in, you can absolutely be successful. Now, if you don't want to, then just don't. Why do it if you don't want to? If that's not fun, if you don't find that enjoyable, there's no reason for you to do it. I'm not saying you should do something that's no fun. You know, I'm, I personally am not a fan of grueling hunting. I am not. I've talked about this before. I will talk about it again. If hunting is grueling, I'm just, I, there's no reason for me to be, to gruel my way through it, to just for it to be drudgery. That's why I don't do many all day deer hunts. Because for me, it just becomes drudgery after about the halfway point in the day. I would rather hunt the morning or the evening and maybe a couple times a year during the peak rut, I might do an all day sit. But, you know, I've done too many times where I've just hunted too much. Could be turkeys, could be deer, could be anything. And hunting too many days in a row and just like, I, why am I doing this? You're just like, oh, I'm so sore. I'm tired. You lose that dry. You're not excited anymore. You know, when the alarm goes off and you're like, oh, it's, I just want to sit in bed. Why am I even doing this? That's probably not a day you should go hunting. I'm just going to call it what it is. The best days to go hunting are the ones you wake up before the alarm. The ones that you're sitting there going, oh man, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait. And after a few tough days in a row, you should probably just rest and recuperate your excitement. Not just your body, but your excitement. Because if you don't enjoy it, why would you do it? right? But when it comes to turkey hunting, for me... Hunting till noon is easy it's super easy I wish I you know wish I could take more whole days off just to get that extra hour from 10 to noon but it's just not worth taking a whole vacation day to gain one hour of more hunting time when I can have two half days and get out in the woods two times but you know it is enjoyable from now if you i if you're hunting from sun up to sundown I'm not a fan of that I am not a fan of that because especially you get into May, you your days are getting long. You've got long days. On in that time of the year, I would rather hunt until 11 or so, leave, go get lunch, go get a nap and then come back for the evening. Cuz your chances are better in the evening than they are through the afternoon. I would rather do that. But you got to do what's fun for you. You got to do what you enjoy doing. But what's in your head, your mentality, oh, well, they stopped gobbling, we can't kill them. Well, then you can't because you won't be in the woods. But do you say, oh, they've stopped gobbling, okay? Any minute they could be coming in. Maybe we got to wait an hour or two for them to finish breeding their hens. But any minute they could come in. Those are guys that are going to kill more turkeys. Not every time. It's turkey hunting. Nothing works every time and not every other time either, but it's going to happen a lot more often than not. If you've got in your head, I can kill these birds. I can get these birds. They're going to come back. Other birds are going to come through. This is a good spot. There's sign all over the place. I've done my scouting. I put up trail cameras. I know birds are through here, even at different times of the day, and I've got a good chance just sit and focus. It can become kind of like deer hunting. If you're in a property that's small and you can't move, you can't go anywhere else. And But if you have done your scouting, if you've looked for sign, if you know the birds are around, your chances are good. You know, there are days, there are spots that you should be able to scout. And I don't mean spending hundreds of hours in the woods scouting. But there are spots you should be able to scout. And if you just go there and set up and sit in that spot and you don't even take a turkey call with you and you don't make a turkey noise all day long, you should have a reasonable chance of killing a turkey because you've scouted and you know they come through there on a regular basis and you could ambush hunt them, all right? Um, Which is one of the ways people most often hunt them in the evening is by ambush hunting and scouting and doing that. So that's what you're looking for, but you gotta focus, don't give up. I know it can get tired. I know you can, you know, once you've sat there and had nothing happen for two or three or four days that season, you can be tempted to give up. But here's what I've learned. If you have a good spot and you know it's a good spot and scouting has assured you it's a good spot and the turkeys have stopped gobbling, you're better off sitting there, doubling down, focus, be still, then you are leaving and trying to go somewhere else to find turkeys if you have no reason to know that they're there. Because you're, then you're, you, you don't have the benefits of the scouting or of the gobbling in the morning to know where they are in that area. So, you know, once you hit 10 or 11 o'clock, your best odds are to sit there in that spot unless you know other spots where they frequent. And. You just need to take a walk. You just need to get up. You're feeling lucky. You just got a gut feeling that that's a better area, whatever the case may be. But too many people, they leave a good spot and they got nowhere to go. They're just walking through the woods randomly and that can be really tough at that time of the day. Now, I've had times where you say, okay, nine o'clock, eight, nine o'clock rolls around. I'm hearing nothing. I'm just gonna switch from sitting to running and gunning. That's fine. That's a totally workable strategy. But what I'm talking about is you get down to the last minutes of the day, the last hour and, of the hunting time. And you know you need to hunt your your best chances at hunting at those times is from your scouting. So to quit at that point and just start walking around randomly. Oh, your odds are are rough. Now, here's something else though. People don't talk about this often. This is your extra nugget. Okay. People don't talk about this very often. I never see people on TV bring this up. Sometimes you need to hunt hard until nine or 10 o'clock and then you need to pretty much give up that hunt, get up, start walking and scout. Alright, you need to start looking for sign. You need to expand your horizons. You need to expand your knowledge of what's happening in the turkey woods right now. All right. Now there's always a chance that by doing that you might you may be able to take a turkey. But you have to make a mental shift and say, okay, I, I've I've hunted the best part of the morning, haven't had any success. Maybe you have heard some birds in the area, maybe you haven't but you're sitting there going, I need more options. I need more options, so I'm gonna go scouting. And I'm gonna get up, and I'm gonna start slowly moving through the woods, looking for sign, listening. Maybe you are gonna call every so often, but your focus is on scouting. Your focus is on finding other places. Now, some people say, well, yeah, George, of course, but you hunt all morning, and then once legal shooting hours is over, and the turkeys have bedded down for the afternoon, then you go scouting. So you hunt all morning, you scout all afternoon. And uh, yeah, that works perfect if you don't have a job or a family or you don't need to sleep or rest or you don't have a house or grass to mow, you don't have to cook dinner. You know, if you're just independently wealthy and you have a team of servants to do everything for you and you literally have nothing else to do through the month of May, then yeah, you can do that every day. You can hunt all morning and scout all afternoon. Sure, you know, or maybe one or two days a season you can pull that off, but that's just not something that's sustainable for me, right? I, I'm just not there. And even if I was there, I still don't know that I'd have, I'd be up for that day after day after day after day. But most often what happens is if I'm on a piece of property that's big enough to scout for other locations, or I'm on big public land, then, all right, we, you know, especially if you've done a couple days in the same spot, said, okay, I got to find more spots. Got to get up. Got to expand my horizons. Got to look for sign in other areas. And I'll be honest with you guys. I hate scouting when I can't be hunting. I do. I hate scouting when I can't be hunting. Okay, and in some states, you know, you can't be in the woods with a gun past one o'clock. So you got to go back to the truck, put your gun down, and then you go scouting. And I'm like, you know, I feel like those are the times I walk right up upon a bunch of gobblers and I'm 15 yards away and could have shot three of them before they even knew what happened. And, uh, but no, I can't, can't do anything because we're past shooting hours and I don't have a gun. You know, I hate that. Like i when I, I love scouting when I'm also doubling as a hunt, even if the odds are low want to have my gun with me, want to be able to shoot, want to call every now and then maybe, you know, looking for sign. And those are the more exciting times for me. I would rather scout slash hunt from 10 to noon than sit there and hunt it out until noon and then to put my gun away and then go scouting for the afternoon. Uh, That's just not as fun for me. So you know, plus keep in mind, whatever you learn this season is very likely to be helpful next season. All right? Whatever you, because often turkeys are in similar areas at that time of the year. They may not be there in the summer, they may not be there in the fall, but in the spring they're there because it's the right habitat for their springtime. It's the right habitat for nesting or for breeding or if there's the right food at that time of the year, whatever the reason is, if you find a lot of turkey activity in one place in the middle of the hunting season, it'll probably be their next hunting season. So you know, that is not time that's just invested in this season. It's also time they can pay dividends down the road. So I hope this is helpful for you guys. Head to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Check out the show notes for this episode and all the other episodes on turkey hunting. Check out the YouTube channel. Lots of videos about turkey hunting, gear, comparisons, shells, all sorts of stuff that we've been doing and pumping out there for you. So till next time, God bless you guys and go get him in the woods.